Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on bluenile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham. Joined this evening by Matt Knight. Good evening. Jay Cross. Hiya. And Joe Branton. Every day. Has everyone recovered from the quiz? Just yeah. about. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to bring up a couple of points. Okay. Um, so last week was our second ever Guitar Nerds quiz. Um, if you're new to the podcast, I do highly recommend it. If you can listen to two podcasts to get you into the kind of swing of what we do listen to last week's episode and go back and listen to what is it episode 27 some no i think it's episode 20 is it episode 20 i think so yeah something like that um find it on the uh, on itunes uh, or your podcast provider um find the first quiz that we did because that will get you up to speed on um the sort of moronic nature of, of what we do with this podcast um and you'll learn stuff about guitars hopefully as well but so last week was our second ever quiz um matt knight won it he did landslide yay i don't really understand how you did that matt because again if people have not listened to the podcast before you you're not in this room you join us from the internet yeah so and i didn't cheat you're at, i mean that is unproven um, secondly, you are at kind of disadvantage because of the bit of slight lag. So any well, that, but I didn't allow any um, buzzer rounds. That's true. There weren't really any buzzer rounds. In but- fact, the only, in fact, if I remember correctly, the only two opportunities I allowed for anybody to buzz in with the answer, Matty got them both. I know that's what I'm saying. It's amazing that he won the quiz. An impressive effort. But I do want to raise one thing. One of your questions. I knew, I knew he wasn't going to let this go. One I of your questions let it go. was. Yes. You were going. You did. What was the round? Explain the round. Uh, the round was, and I thought this was really good. I thought it was a genius idea to really push guitar nerdery um, to another level. We did the product id number round so there was like you know i didn't choose any of the obvious ones i didn't say like okay i'm gonna say the words tu3 and you have to tell me what that is and what company makes it well that that probably would have been a good round what if they were just all obvious ones yeah they went to buzz in (laughs) anyway sounds like a terrible quiz lp100 so what was the question uh i asked a question are you making me publicly apologise? Because I'm not yes. going. I'm not going yes. to do that. I want you to okay. say I'm really sorry that you got the question correct, but uh-huh. I didn't give you the points. Okay, um, it didn't make any odds because Matty crushed you. It doesn't matter. I, I wa- think. I think it does matter. No, it doesn't matter because I, think it does I want matter. these points. I want it to be confirmed that I got the question right and you said it was wrong. What was the question? I can't remember to be honest. The question was PX2. Okay, which uh, line six. Which is granted a Line Six power supply, yeah. But also, I answered with Cork Pandora which PX2, I, if, which I believe is a um, now discontinued Cork so, power supply. So is the PX2. No, it's no, not. It's, yes, it is. No, the it's PX2 not. is discontinued. There we go. Te- technically, even Take though it wouldn't that. make any any odds to Mark winning the quiz because I still beat him by an absolute country mile. A what? Um, a country mile. Good. Um, a mile, what's a, what's yeah, a tree okay. mile? A true mile. Good. Uh, what's 500 miles? Um, 
yeah, uh, PX2 was the old Pandora multi-effects, but the power supply is actually the PX2G. There now. we go. See? So, oh, there we go. I need you to apologise, and then we can well, get on with the podcast. Well, I'm not going to do that. We can probably leave it at we all learnt something. No, we can't. I no, mean, I learnt nothing. If anything, I the if, to all really, <laughs> really, really, if anything, I should apologise to Matt for giving... For I'm sorry, Matt, I have to take a point away from you because I said this product and you answered incorrectly because actually the product doesn't exist because it's been discontinued so i apologize matt i have to take a point away from you oh wait you still won the quiz by an absolute country mile this is horrendous but I, I'm, matt matt in all seriousness i'm i'm really sorry mate um yeah i'm, 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 I'm sorry if i messed you around on that one and uh yeah hopefully like we can you know we can, you we wait, can let it go you wait till my quiz yeah I don't. Dem- I'm going to get all the easy ones. What? I demand satisfaction. <laughs> we need to have a glove slap. Um, anyway, now that's out of the way. How is everyone, Matt Knight? How's your week been? Uh, yeah, I got to see you, lovely people. Yes, at the weekend. And Joe. And Joe was there as well. And we had a oh, dance. Yeah. yeah. Jay cooked breakfast. I did. Joe hosted and filmed, and Mark filmed, and we did lots of videos. We were going to try and fun. record a podcast, but we ran out of time. Uh, yeah, actually, we, we, would, we would have had more than enough time had Joe not rolled in like an hour and a half after we had agreed to meet. Uh, yeah, that is true. I did roll in late. But I thought that, like, you know, I was rolling in for breakfast being on the table time. Anyway, we've had enough bickering already. <laughs> um, so, Matt, we demoed a, uh, a ton of pedals that are going to be going up on the YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com forward slash guitar nerds videos. Um, yeah. Give us a rundown of what we did videos of and what you thought of them. What did we do? So we did the Johnny Rock Gear Dino Range, Dino Range compressor. That was pretty good. Uh, nice sort of vintage style compressor. Uh, what did we do? The Ramble FX Marvel Drive. That, that sounded, sounds amazing. That sounded absolutely banging. So good. You know, and they're like, I think they're what, hundred and eighty dollars. So like hundred and twenty quid, and like I think just absolutely amazing. And then we tried the X Five Golden Brownie, which was only what 50 euros something like that 60 euros and it sounded like equally as good i was like wow this thing sounds amazing that pedal was incredible going after a slightly different thing it's not going exactly after a kind of no it's going for more of the kind of like really vintage like high gain martial i suppose isn't it but it was Uh, incredibly built as well as as well as you know sounding great it's actually it was a a mini pedal but with really substantial um control knobs like they weren't yes yeah. i think um and as i said i think uh, you know it, you see in uh, the video that like i think so so often now people get put off by mini pedals because the a lot of the time association with mini pedals is that they're cheap well um, especially so, now well, this one is <laughs> well, in, well yeah i know but it's like you know you instantly assume oh it's cheap so it's probably not going to be great I think and, the, the uh, problem with mini problem with mini pedals is someone has gone to the factories that they've been made and kind of like plundered them a little bit like there are certain ones out there even the moore stuff i think is pretty well built but then mm. when you get kind of like sub the moore stuff um things start to kind of go awry a little bit um but when they're done well like this golden brownie um they're really really impressive i i was kind of blown away i'd plug that pedaling briefly here um but actually hearing it properly um yeah stunning really yeah. good yeah, really good. Um, what else did we do? We did um, oh, it's the, all the stuff from Cast Engineering. Yeah, the that Cast Engineering sounds stuff. amazing. What was that called? The Casper. The Casper. The Casper. Yeah. And what was it? Did we say that was an analog delay? No, digital delay that sounds analog. Yeah, yes, but just like, right. yeah, just really impressive. Yeah, but like once again, not like a pedal that I think like, most people would look at it and go, oh, maybe it doesn't like design-wise, maybe look as flashy. Um, as some other pedals out there and doesn't have like some crazy artwork on it but it's one of those ones you plug in and you go actually this is definitely worth like all the money they are and more because they're not very much money I think they're like a hundred quid like that some, yeah, yeah I've, I've just off the top of my head they're like a hundred and twenty dollars something like that maybe a yeah. slightly more but um, it's got underlit knobs what do you you know what else do you want yeah yeah, and actually the tremolo sounded really good yeah um, tremolo's interesting isn't it the pulse drive yeah, um, because it's, it's got a gain boost on it, hasn't it's it? Substantial gain boost as well, wasn't it? Like twenty decibels, something like 30 that. Thirty decibels. Thirty. There was like proper like we had to like we well, turned it all the way up and then overloaded the uh, the recording device. It's like oh, we've got to scale this one back. Yeah, yeah. That even the drive on that sounded pretty authentic, didn't it? 
yeah. and it's supposed to sound like an old Fender, and I think it kind of did have that sort of. Do you reminded me a bit of like the old uh, the Fender Vibrachamp they did? Yeah, a little kind of like a it's the overdrive when you really pushed it was like kind of like a five watt overdrive, you know, it was like sort of really breaking up like low valve power. But yeah. the, the trem had that kind of nice sort of chop to it, yeah. like a proper bias tremolo. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not particularly smooth. The trem in there is it? It's like it is quite choppy, like you say. Yeah, yeah, and um, I can't remember what else we did. Now we got about. Did about eight pedals in the end, didn't did we? Did the other cast engineering, the drive. The drive, that that glittery oh, Flood. purple one. Yeah. Texas Flood, which is... Yeah, Purple Sparkle. Oh, was... If you're going to make a, a pedal, make it in Purple Sparkle. Yeah. Or if you're going to make a purple, make a, make it in Pedal Sparkle. Um, which is what, Tube Screamy, I guess? Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. It's, but with it's kind of like, more. It didn't really sound like anything else. It sounded a bit like a Tube Screamer, but yeah, I suppose going off that sort of Stevie Ray Vaughan sort of thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Um... Yeah, amp in a box. I hate using that term because everyone just describes something as amp in a box. But it's, it's so difficult to describe drive pedal sometimes. That's got more more top end in the kind of certain frequency range. And yeah, you know, definitely. I always get. I'm always like, oh, just sometimes I'm just like, plug it in. Just, it works. It works. Just listen to it. Did we do anything just else? Um, a lot of drives. Did we do? We anything had a look else? at some other bits. Um, so there was that weird tiny metal drive. Yeah, metal so, distortion. Yeah, we we've got some more stuff to the techno do. Foo. Oh, did we do the magnetic effects satellite? Oh yeah, we did the satellite. That was cool. That was the overdrive with the active EQ. Yep. Um, there was a so fuzz was awesome. as well, wasn't there? There was. Yeah, we did do the fuzz because that that was from that was from Rambler. Uh, yeah, that yeah, was from Rambler. Rambler effects. effects. As well. So we've got so we're going to do another round where we do the. Uh, What's they called? The solar bender. Is that right? Oh, and it's twin, got, yeah. twin bender. It's got like yeah, controls, it, like bender. biasing controls. It has. That's why that. we left that out because we we're like, well, we haven't had enough time to play with this. There's a lot more that we can get out of yeah, this. Yeah, so. I thought actually the cool thing about that was is there was an impedance control because a lot of the vintage fuzz pedals, if you put a buffer in front of it, they don't work very well. They they like to just see basically guitar plugs straight in. Yeah. So there's actually a control on the front to like try and dial out the buffer from pedals before so it changes the impedance coming in so i thought that was quite cool because not everyone's going to have a fuzz pedal and then want to stick it right at the front of their pedal board so yeah yeah you might want to put a tune in front of it like you know if you put a tu3 in front of it you've automatically got a buffer going oh if in. you get a wasicraft yeah. tu3 well you could yeah exactly just turn the buffer off um so pedal of the day that we uh that we demoed um i i thought the cast engineering delay uh, as a real really surprise, over the mar the marvel I've, well, the thing is, I've already got one of them, so I was kind of like, I already knew how good it sounded. <laughs> but the, the 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 Casper was kind of like, I don't know, it, it's not that, I, I think it's wrong to say that it looked cheap, but it didn't look like a lot of other It didn't look like a Strymon. It didn't even yeah, look as yeah, snazzy as a carbon copy. Yeah, but plugged it in, I was like, I mean, yeah, it's got the underlit knobs, which is kind of cool. But when you plug it in, I was like, wow, this thing sounds like, I, I was actually, I was really surprised it was a digital delay like we had to double check on the website before i actually said it's definitely a digital delay that it it actually was because it sounded so convincing i was yeah. like yeah they've done a really really good job on that one joe bratton how about you um well it's tricky i mean i think yeah the pedals the 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 best ones that we tried were between i think the marvel the golden brownie and that delay i think those were the the best yeah. three I, I probably agree with matt i think on the day well sort of in retrospect <clears> i'm like damn that marvel really did sound incredible uh the delay has the advantage of being slightly more interesting and i yeah. think yeah it was one of those things where i was like in the other room and you guys turned it on and you were messing around with the oh, and you came running in yeah yeah because it sounded incredible yeah like it's it yeah. sounded like a Mars Volta record when you were just like just moving the um, the delay completely. Completely, it, it sounded great. It was a brilliant, Cause, brilliant pedal. Because you know how they sound, Mark Tony, the Mars Volta. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I, of course, yeah. I've no, uh, I know that song. Um, the, that one what, I said they've only got one song and it's just it's, gone on for five hours. The uh, the long one. I know the long one. Um, <laughs> Deloused in the Comatorium. That's an album. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think that was uh, the cast Casper is a pedal that's going to be appearing on lots of boards very soon. Cause Do you it, know how much they were? Sorry to um, interrupt. They're not very much money. They're like 
not far over 100 quid. They're just oh, made in the States, aren't they? They are made in the States, yeah. I don't think anyone's bringing them in yet, so no, you buy yet. direct from, from cast. Jay, you were there for a bit. What, did you, what bit. did you hear? Um, I heard the... Uh, you were there for the delay, weren't you? I was there for... No, I think I went out to get. No, you snacks. were there for the day because you were definitely playing with it at one point. Yeah, I no, like, I think I think I helped you set up, and then I went out to go get to go buy snacks. I did the snack run whilst you did the, uh, and then yeah, but you I did was do there a for, really good snack run. I did do a good and a snack really run. good breakfast as well, and a great breakfast, unbelievable breakfast, great breakfast. Those are my that that's what. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, if you're wondering, like you, I, I'm quite often the, uh, the 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 not quiet in terms of like the volume but like no, um, that's unbelievably you know, loud often often the uh you know a little bit further the reason is, is that i do great breakfasts and that's why i'm kept around you're great thinking about how to make a breakfast uh, it's, yeah great breakfast and really handsome uh mm. those are my main skills i think Definitely. but anyway One of those to, things is true anyway to to go back to the uh the second most important thing on the uh second most important question you asked me there okay um I really like the ramble. I really like the ramble, yeah. and I um, I've heard the Casper before because you and I um, plugged it in when it first arrived. Yes, we did. Um, and I really like it. I I'm still not hundred percent convinced I would go for that over a carbon copy. Um, I'd really like to spend a bit of time a being the two at some point, and I know it's difficult because the car the Casper is a um, is a digital delay. It, um, I thought it was much brighter than a carbon copy. I it, think we plugged it in against a carbon copy bright. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that would sort of uh, allay that slightly. I think that's a video we need to do in the future. Yeah. Those three. Or maybe maybe the Casper, a carbon copy, and TC Electronic. Uh, or or what, what about the Wazza I kind of like the, the idea. I was going to say that as well. AD. doing like the blind pedal test, though. Yeah. We'll get the Casper and then we'll put some other delay pedals in yeah. you have to kind of guess which one's the analogue delay because I'm sure that it will fool a lot of people I think so as well I think that'd be a really really cool thing to do we could do that on YouTube I think maybe we'll just yeah put get get people to guess in the comments which do is maybe which. do do yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Think set it up be. with maybe like f- get an ES5 and set up four digital delays and one analogue delay yeah yeah we can do something like that that'd be good so. that'd be good um, but yes um, I really really like that um, the 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 Ramble, uh, the Marvel Drive. I thought that sounded absolutely incredible. Perfect punk rock pedal. Yeah, especially as um, weeks we were recording it. Really? Yeah, oh, I guess so. I, think I guess so, yeah. it's a, a Marshall. I mean, I was just like listening to to Matt play quite classically, mm. it, and I thought it sounded incredible for that just well, super uh, the, traditional like if you want hooey sort of sound. If you want um, like Green Day Dookie tone. Is that basically that well, pedal does exactly I guess that. that? That whole American punk rock thing was was a JCM eight hundred. Yeah, yeah. JCM eight hundred, JCM nine hundred. Yeah, you know. and um, JTMs and stuff before yeah. that. So, but um, yeah, I, the thing that really impressed me about it was um, so we were using were we using your Hughes and Kettner? We well, that's yeah, for yeah, monitoring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, having that at a bit of a low volume can. Even like in your flat, because we, we couldn't turn it up too loud. No. Um, I, you know, sometimes drive pedals, when they're, you know, a little bit lower down on the amp volume wise, mm. they can sometimes still sound a little bit, yeah. a little bit pony, but that didn't at all. Even, no, at, even at the low volume. I mean, the volume that we were playing at at your house the other day, pretty much anybody, I would say, except me, because my flat is really thin walls and. Uh, wooden laminate or laminate floor, but pretty much anybody could play. It was quite acceptable, that. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh, and without getting amazing. in trouble from their neighbours. Yeah, some of the I, other pedals really suffered from. Yeah, absolutely, quiet, absolutely. Really um, just a, a note to the listeners: even though we were playing quiet in my flat, that's not the sound that you'll hear no, on the YouTube days. No, you're hearing a direct feed through some processing wizardry. Um, Jay Cross, hello. Have you been up to any other guitar stuff this week? That was really loud. What? Your hello. Oh, sorry. I like this enthusiasm. It's oh, good. Yes, I'm enthusiastic. I um I put on a show this week. Um, I, yeah, I put on a show, and um, what else did I do? I uh, on Saturday night when you weren't here, Matty and I went to a show. Uh, we went to see um uh, a band of someone we used to work with, and um I was looking at. Pedal boards, obviously. Okay, of course. And um, yeah, like I, yeah, 
Name, name the band, describe what they are like, and uh, what was going on in their pedal boards. Okay, so uh, the show that I put on the other day was, uh, I put on a show for a guy called Jeff Rosenstock, uh, who was semi-famous, maybe like, uh, sort of at the turn of the decade. He was in this band called um, Bomb the Music Industry. Um, and he's doing like a solo thing now. And I uh, I went and like watched them all set up. And uh, they were just a three piece, but um, so guitar and bass and drums. And at one point or another, um, like, so the, the guitarist and the drummer, uh, sorry, the guitarist and the bass player both had synths. Um, what? They wouldn't use them all the time, but okay. like at, at various points in the set. You mean like them. keyboard synths rather yes, than guitar? Yes, I do synth. mean keyboard synths, yes. Um, and uh, I was talking to the bass player and his setup was really, really cool. So he was um, he was running um, his, uh, he had like a tele bass, oh, yeah. um, which was really cool. What, a natural 70s one or I, the I modern I think player? so. I think it was a 70s one. So yeah. a single, single humbucker around yeah. the neck. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Really I, I that. think that's what it was. Um, I didn't ask him, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. He was playing that um, into, um, he had a, uh, a hoof, Reaper? Is that what that's yeah. called? Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. The, yeah. Um, uh, the earthquake, earthquake device. Yeah, he was yeah. using one of those. Uh, he was using a, uh, a, a micro pog or a nano pog. Um, and he also had a... Um, uh, n- uh, what's the little cork? Micro cork? Maybe it was the micro cork. I think that is the word I was looking for. Not little. Nano cork. Uh, Maybe it was. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, and yeah, just Mini like cork. they just had a really really good easy setup. And he was splitting out into uh, a, the bass amp, which was a orange, um, a Terabase one thousand. Um, and also he split into a um, an orange CR sixty or CR one twenty as well. That's quite um, a nice little affordable but really good sounding setup. Absolutely, yeah, and it worked because there were a couple of points where the guitarist was not playing guitar; he was playing keyboard, and so when he was playing keyboard, he went through the guitar amp as well, just oh, to sort cool. of split it up. And I just, I think that's a that's a cool way to. It was just a very interesting way to sort of set up your band if you want to have keyboards but don't have enough mates. Mm-hmm. Uh, to have someone who plays keyboards in your band, um, you know, you just go and buy another amp, and uh, then you play that whilst your mate's playing keyboard. That um, works. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was really good, really cool. Um, how about uh, the other band that you went to see? Uh, so Matt and I went to see this band. Uh, it's a band from Brighton called Blush. I think they're called. I think they are called yes. Blush. They're called Blush. Yeah, and uh, the um, the one guitarist was using. Uh, an American telly into a blues junior, and just straight in. Uh, oh, really? uh, no, through a bunch, through a bunch of pedals. Um, and I didn't see what she was using. Is uh, this, was, this Naomi's, Naomi's band? band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought she was all Ibanez superstrats. No, she had a telly into oh, a cool. blues junior. Um, if you heard that band, you would not think it was Ibanez superstrats. No, 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 I'm sure. No, I just remember that's what she was talking about. Oh, okay, and uh, and yeah, the other guitarist, um, yeah, just used. He just had a. Uh, he also had a telly, and he was going into. Of course, he was going into a uh, classic thirty um, with a, like all the pedals. It was really funny. He was using like every pedal that you would have expected to see on like. Uh, it's like he'd been listening to this podcast, and it sounds like they both. It sounds like they both. Yeah, maybe. So the, the guitar, the guitarist on that on the other side was using uh, like he was using a soul foot. He had, I, I think, if I remember correctly, his. Um, his setup was um, TC Polytune, CS3, Soul Food, uh, Electroharmonics Cathedral Reverb, because these bands always have an Electroharmonic Cathedral Reverb, and uh, Line 6 DL4 into, right. a, um, into a PV Classic 13. It sounded wicked. I love PV Classic 13. They're such great amps. And so underrated. Yeah. Even though they're amazing. I really like the, um, out of that series, my favourite was the, uh, the Delta Blues one fifteen. Oh, yeah. No, the four the, the four ten. Yeah, they did a okay. oh, So they did a one fifteen and they did a four ten and that yeah. four tens I I love the four ten speaker configuration. I think it just you get so much out of it. Um I'm all about the one fifteen. The one fifteen's cool. I mean really what you want to be doing is you want to have one of each. And you want to be splitting into <laughs> splitting into getting though getting those the the low resonant sounds from the uh 
the four ten and the top ends into the uh, into that fifteen just to. And uh, where, when is your next gig, Mister Springsteen? <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought that of all the brands, PV probably do the best sort of Fender alike? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's funny, isn't it? It's it's good because it's it's got its own take on the Fender sound. Yeah, um, oh, and yeah, it's got it a couple of really unique much features and stuff. Thing. Yeah, but. That that whole that whole tweet series was brilliant, like really really good. Still is, still yeah, making. Still is. I'm still really happy about that 25 watt head. Yes, yeah, With yeah. Direct recording. Yeah, yeah. That was that's amazing. That's nice indeed. Good company, really good company. Joe Branton, what have you been up to? Yes. Um, uh, well, just seeing you guys and filming all that stuff. We have yeah seen each other a lot. It's really disappointing. I'm buying two bases. Okay, <laughs> so talk us through this. <laughs> Um, so I've uh, I've been having um, a chat with Music Man, and um, they are they have agreed to endorse me and through via my band. So this is the latest in the uh, companies that you've wasted their time yes. pretending that you're going to buy something. But I actually I actually am buying okay two two bases okay. from them. So I'm getting. Um, do you remember? Do you remember the Sterling Ray 34s? Yes. Remember those? So so Sterling, uh, for people that don't know, are the sub-company of um, Music Man, named after Annie Ball's son, um, Sterling Ball. Uh, <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> named after... Like just the, the way that sentence was composed was really funny. Yeah. Sterling is the company named after Ernie Ball's son, Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but it is quite complicated because... No, it is. You're because, right. of course... Before Sterling was was grown up, when when Sterling was much younger, um, Ernie Ball wanted there to be a a Music Man Stingray bass that was small enough for his son to play. So they released the Music Man Sterling, which was essentially a small bodied, but as far as I'm aware, full thirty four inch scale. Yeah, they are um, uh, version of the bass. So there is a Music Man Sterling, but now there is a company called Sterling Music Man as well. So it is. Can you get a, quite you convincing. can get a Sterling Sterling, can't you? Um, no, they're called SB uh, yeah, SB right. fours. Yep. Um, in Sterling, so yeah, but essentially that is a Sterling Sterling. Yes. Um, they should, I don't know why they didn't go with that. That's so much better. Sterling Sterling. Sterling Sterling. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, I'm not going for a Sterling because they're small and weird. Um, I am going for two Stingrays. Um, one fretted. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, the one that's Sterling is a fretless. Um, model classic model, so it's like a vintage lacquered neck in black with a torque guard, single eight pole pickup in the bridge, and a two band EQ. And the other one I'm going for, which is the full Music Man, is a, a Music Man Stingray HH, so the double humbucker configuration in vintage sunburst with a maple neck. We're paying you too much to do this podcast. Mm, that is true, you pay me a lot. Yes, you're big money. <laughs> Yeah. Big Money Branton, that's what they call you. Yes. So why are you getting two bases? Um, what? Because if I'm going to be endorsed by them, I've got to play them. Okay. And my band playing several tunings. Okay. Which but means I'd inevitably have to... Why not. is one of them fretless? Because I've been meaning to make that jump for some time, <laughs> and now I'm forcing myself into it by spending loads of money. Have you owned a fretless bass before? Yes. I Remember I used to own a 1979 Ibanez Roadster. I don't remember that. No, well, you did, I've spoken about it before. You never saw it. I okay. saw it before I met you. But that was probably the best, one of the best instruments I've ever owned. Bartolini pickups, retrofitted. First bass guitar I ever played. Really? Yeah. Such good bass. Not fretless, but... Yeah, this was maple neck fretless. It was, it'd been played so much that the A-string used to like get proper stuck in the in the sort of worn away area of the neck. Nice. It was great. It was the 2x2 two two headstock rather than the 4 in a row as well, which I, th- I preferred. Oh, uh, no. I really you like uh, the four in a four line. line. Definitely. P bass style. Yeah. P bass pickup? P bass and a jazz bass. Both uh, uh, Bartolini only mm. in the bridge and then a white uh, pickup in the Oh god. Yeah, it was a bit weird. That was weird in the eighties, wasn't it? When they just went, Oh, you know what looks great? White P bass pickups. Yeah. It's a bit strange. <laughs> they, I mean of course shortly after the elite range of fenders came out yeah. with, with sort of white pickups that looked Oh, they sound like giant plasters. Classic. Yeah, they were, they were weird though. But those um, American standard P basses at that time had just regular P bass pickups that were white as well. Yeah, but they had two of them. 
because they would double, weren't they? They did sometimes, a... but oh, really? just they even I reckon well. um, normal American standards just had like you'd get like those weird like mid eighties P bases that are Sienna Sunburst with a white pick guard with white P base pickups. Worst finish. Yeah. So weird, so weird. Anyway, um, my only news this week is that I think I might be having a midlife crisis. Oh no, what have you done? Who is she? I quite like a PRS. Oh right. Which is very unlike me. Obviously, you know, tellies, Les Pauls, even strats. Even a strat, but I've never liked a PRS. I saw one this week. Oh no, this isn't that awful one that you put a pitch... This is it so is. weird because there are a few good PRSs at the moment. Well, of course, yeah. I'll say this is the first time I've liked a PRS. We all talked about the Vela uh, in yeah. Gear of the Year time, which actually is an amazing guitar. And um, there's another one that begins the mirrors, with the M. Yeah, like Mira, the Mirrors. The Mara, like those. Yeah. I even liked the Starla, which was the kind of Gretsch-inspired one with the Bigsby and the... But this is the first time I've ever liked one of the traditional, you know, like Custom 24, Custom 22, CE body shapes. Um, Matt? Have you got some details of it there? Uh, I was just trying to find it, actually, because I remember seeing it. It's uh, the one with the crazy, uh, crazy bird inlays. Like in half, it. Well, it's half rosewood, half maple, Yeah, isn't but it? it like... What? Oh, it's answered. It's not, yeah, 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 it's yeah, not yeah, painted on. No, I don't think so. I think it's... So, like, normally, the 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 if you've got a, a PRS with the bird's inlays, the quite often they'll do... They'll either do the inlays as, like, they might be Mother of Pearl or, like, Perloid or... Uh, maybe they're not Mother of Pearl. Maybe they are Mother of Pearl. I'm not sure. They'll be like a Perloid, or they'll be. Sometimes they'll do it where they'll put like um, maple inside the rosewood. But this yeah. is done. It's kind of like um, it's like they've slotted two pieces of wood together, isn't it? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a more extreme version of when Fender did the um, channel bound. Yeah. Where they they slid the. I. You know what what PRS have done is actually a lot more intricate. Yeah. Because um, so just to set the scene for those who haven't seen it, it's essentially um, it goes from kind of a full like if you're by the bridge on the neck. If you're, I mean, you're going to go the other end. If you're at the bridge end of the neck. The neck looks totally rosewood. And yeah. As it goes up, it, you can see that it kind of almost fades into like a picture of the PRS birds. Like yeah, as you go yeah. further up the neck, the birds are kind of. Um, it's kind of it's like not rosewood, is it? It's zeracote. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, zeracote fingerboard with the same top, and then it's like curly maple binding and uh, African ribbon mahogany back and sides. As it is, I didn't realise it was so limited. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. I thought it was like a one-off, but they're making 20 of them. So they're going to be about 10 grand. Am I right thinking it's part of the guitar of the week? I think I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I read I'm, that on PRS's website. They, they used to do a guitar of the week. Um, I think uh, they've always done like, oh, this is the, this is a private stock that's sort of like come out of the factory. Well, they used to have an actual program. They used to have an actual program called Guitar of the Week, and I think they're doing that again. And then they're doing right. them in really limited numbers, and this is one of those. Um, I, I don't know about that because that's still. 
I mean, still like a thousand guitars. It definitely says guitar of the week on their website. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, if they're only do- well, no, if they're doing fifty. What did you say? There were 50 20, or 20? 20. So, yeah, well, I mean... It's, it's engraved with April in the headstock. So is it a Guitar of the Month, maybe? Maybe it's Guitar of the Month, not right, Guitar okay, of the Week. that would make more sense. Yeah, maybe that, maybe you're right, actually. Maybe it's Guitar of the Month. Um, sorry, yeah, it's, so... Um, it's engraved... definitely with... do a Guitar of the Week. They basically just post up five pictures of five guitars that they've just, like, built that week. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Guitar of the Month, April right. 2016. Birds of a Feather, the Pauline Quirk signature. <laughs> 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 I love how that you hadn't rehearsed that and it just come out of the, your you just pulled the Pauline Quirk reference for American listeners um, Pauline Quirk is just, a national treasure just google Pauline Quirk and maybe birds of a feather <laughs> national national treasure we all yeah. um, I sort of I'll wish you'd gone though, with Leslie the, Joseph the yeah. she started a um, she started a music school or an acting school Really? Yeah, she did. She because uh, her acting's proper rubbish. She's. Uh, <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast. Oh no! Sorry, Dorian. Um, <laughs> Dorian. <laughs> Matt, tell us a bit more about the guitar. Um. So yeah, where is I had a list of the specs. So yeah, April's guitar of the month. I was just actually having a look at the other guitars of the month they've done, and some of them have done some pretty like mental guitars. Um. So standard kind of wide fat neck for PRS, um, but yeah, this Ziracote top. I'm, I think that's how you pronounce it. Z i r i c o t e, which is a wood that I've not heard of, but it looks very similar to like, um, I suppose like a rosewood in yeah. a way. I, I, I thought it was rosewood at first, but yes, yeah, very similar to rosewood with um, uh, mahogany back and sides. Uh, curly maple uh, binding and I think that's what makes up the headstock and the top end of the fretboard as yes. well. So I can't work out how they've done it. I, I can't say if the, the... It does look like it's kind of a jigsaw as well. Yeah, it looks like it. it's kind of slotted together, doesn't it? Yeah. Because it's sort it, of a it sense, do doesn't it? The, the, the way that the, the bird uh, markers are, are used in PRS sort of going down the neck, these ones get more and more until it's a big swarm of birds made out of mm. maple and that's why the the whole whole of the neck is yeah yeah i mean it'll be all laser cut because that's what um prs do with a lot of their kind of intricate inlays and it's a lot with what taylor do as well um so i'd imagine that the whole fretboard's done that way and then it's just they overlay one on top of the other um but it looks kind of cool it's a very i don't know I, I for me i kind of wish that they'd maybe just put like a flame maple top on it and then kind of done it in a cool color or done it in a burst color because no, see that's what i like about it i like no, that it's got this ridiculous bit. neck but the body is like quite understated it's yeah. not crazy flame it's actually oh, of course it's semi-hollow as well as yeah so if they'd done even without the neck on there i think i would still quite like the guitar um but that fretboard is just bonkers it's like so i've never seen anything like that it's, that's really unique yeah, it's it's it's. I, mean, I was just actually. I, I tell you what is more impressive is the one that their guitar of the month for March, uh, which is like a single um, cut arch top in like this amazing blue. I was like, oh, actually, that guitar looks pretty damn incredible. Um, but it's, I think it's that thing with PRS, isn't it? It's because I was asking um, the guys at PRS about it, and you can effectively spec up a private stock custom twenty four, so you don't even have to go crazy, or you can. But all you're doing there is basically selecting from a much, much higher grade of wood or a selection of woods that you wouldn't normally get access to. Before we dive into some news this week, um, we're going to cut to Jay Cross for uh, the Guitar Nerds Pauline Quirk update. Pauline Quirk does indeed have... She's got. That, this is a bit more a bit more full-on than this. Pauline Quirk has got an acting academy. Well, it's an academy for performing arts. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> An Academy of Performing Arts, which is, um, it gives training to four, PQA. PQA, four to 18 year olds. And there are tons of them. It's like, there must be a hundred locations. Tons of 14 uh, year olds. Brighton on there. Brighton is on there. Oh yeah. yeah. Let's go. There's the Pauline Quirk Academy in Brighton. I can a hundred percent see Joe Branton going to study acting at the Pauline Quirk. That guy who's one of the teachers even looks like you. It does look like oh, he's, just, he's got a good moustache. But they do. That. This is really cool, actually. Like it appears to be like something for 
you know, like an extracurricular. Anyway, it's so sort Pauline of nothing Quirk really to fans. do with nothing to do with guitarnos. But it's um, yeah, Pauline Quirk is doing something great for uh, for the youth. Great and acting for, school, for, great to, PRS. Well done, four Pauline. to eighteen-year-olds who are interested in musical theatre, acting, so and comedy. Four to eighteen or eighteen-year-olds in a hundred locations. <laughs> it's, 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 there's there's only space for four. Uh, I, no, I don't know. And that was Jay Cross with the Guitar Nerds Pauline Quirk update. Now over to Joe Branton with the news. News. <laughs> so uh, it's been a music messer. One week since you looked at me. Yeah, it's been one week since you looked at me. Uh, nod your head to the side and said I'm angry. <laughs> Three days since the living, living room. room. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. Um, chicken of China, the Chinese chicken. Do you have a drumstick and your brain starts ticking? Or watch the next files with the lights on? The Dalamese on? I hope the swagger man's in this one. Um, so, uh, it's been Music Messer 2016 this week. Um, we talked about. I can't help it if I think you're funny when you're mad. Trying hard not to smile, though I feel bad. Um, we talked about this a bit last week in the Patreon episode. We covered the new Boss products, the Boss uh, Waza Tuner and TU3S. Um, and a couple of other bits. Um, but some more news has come in since then. Um, first up, Blue Guitar have announced the Blue Box. Matt Knight, what's the deets? Uh, it's a Blue Box. No, <laughs> hey, it's, uh, yeah. um, it is the, I suppose, in a way, the cab sim to go with his amp in a box. Um, so he did the Blue Guitar. Um, I can't remember what they called it now, what the amp was called. It was, called, it was, the blue it was called the Blue No, it was called the Blue Guitar. One, yeah, but wasn't it like Blue Guitar One or something? Yeah, I'm, Blue Guitar, yeah, something like that. Oh. But it was a hundred watt um, direct uh, into a cab uh, amp in a box, basically. This is uh, sixteen virtual cabs in a box, featuring everything from Marshall to Mesa Boogie, um, with a direct line out um, line in, and then also a speaker through, which is quite cool. So you can basically. Um, I suppose it's an advancement on the like Hughes and Kettner red box, where so you can go out of your head into this, into your speaker cab, so you're on stage uh, or miking up. You're still going to have your you know one twelve, two twelve, whatever. But you've got a line out that gives you all the different cab models, um, and then you can just uh, mic position from edge to centre with like a continuous control. So yeah, quite quite a cool bit of kit for. Um, for recording but it also is a load box so it'll also be used for silent recording so you can basically plug your head straight into that and you know record your 100 watt head at you know bedroom levels basically that's cool there's a few boxes doing this I mean obviously we use the uh, torpedo cab um, Mm. by uh, two notes but they also they do quite a few different solutions as well that are uh, actual kind of load bearing um, solutions Um, much like this sounds like it is yeah, basically it is. It was completely load bearing, so yeah, you can plug your head into it. And then live, you know, if you're trying to get a decent sound recorded live, or if you just want an alternative take, you know, DI feed straight from that, but also still mic up the cab as well. Indeed, indeed. There's a lot of cool things coming out that are do, trying to do this, basically giving you um, access to use your existing guitar head, but be able to do like home recording and stuff. So yeah. you could see another one on the market. Um, our friends at Magnetic Effects announced the Vortex. Jay Cross, I believe you got some details. Yeah, I the first thing that to say about the Vortex is it's another uh, pedal to add to my growing list of uh, pedals that are called the same thing by two different companies. Oh, because I'm a big fan of TC Electronic, also the TC Vortex, uh, and there's also the uh, Digitech do a crayon. As well. Oh yeah, that's there's two different companies. Crayon's there. not the same name as Vortex. <laughs> oh, oh no, no, I think I must be. I'm out then. Um, up. Yeah, where's this? Where's these details gone that I had a bit? Um, it looks really good, doesn't it? The Vortex magnet. So I'm excited about this because um, you went absolutely bananas for the um, white atom. For the white atom, best fuzz and on the market. I don't. I don't like fuzz pedals, so I was sort of a bit like, oh, I'm not really sure about. It's about this company. hands down my favourite fuzz on the market. It does such a wide range of sounds um, that I just think you don't need anything else. It just is such a good pedal. And then obviously we demoed the satellite this weekend, which you I you, missed. You didn't get to hear it. Yeah. Me and Matty both liked it. I think more than we were expecting to, because it is yeah. just another kind of. It's quite a vintagey fuzz. Well, 
the satellite wasn't really a fuzz. So I guess this, that was more of a kind of. Oh, am I thinking of something else? You're thinking. Yes. You're thinking of the uh, the ramble effects, which we didn't get around to. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. To the box and went. Oh wait, that's what, cool. What was the satellite then? I guess it was kind of more kind of transparent overdrive. I guess. Yeah. A term that's a term that's kind of like banded around quite a lot, but it's actually it was quite nice because it had the active EQ on it. I suppose it had the same control setup as. A oh yeah, I remember. Spark booster. From yes, TC. Very Volume much like gain, that. Yeah. Treble bass. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, Jay, tell us about the so Vortex. The Vortex is really interesting, actually. Um, it's a, a very, uh, a very, very interesting way to look at setting up this pedal. So, what they've done here is they have done um, a boost pedal with an optional echo effect, which you can bleed in with a mix control. Now, I think that's a really interesting way of doing things because normally, what you would expect for something along these lines is you would expect like someone like Ibanez or um, or Earthquake or someone maybe to do a delay pedal or a reverb pedal that's got a boost in it, either a standard so that you get, you know, a bit of a boost when you turn it on or that you can, you know, switch on and off with a, a secondary foot switch. But what Magnetic have done here is they've actually done... No, what, what our most important effect here is is this boost effect... And we're also going to offer the echo control as, you know, to supplement it as opposed to being the sort of focus of the pedal, um, which sounds really cool. Really, really cool. Um, the boost can be, um, the boost has also got a gain control. So you can go from sort of pretty sparkly, uh, clean boost to a bit more of a gainy, gritty boost. Um, and then, yeah, you've also got a, a, a two controls for the... Um, for the echo uh, in repeats and time, so I'm really excited to hear this. I think this will be really, really cool. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll get a chance to play on one. The guys from Magnetic Effects have been pretty good at sending us some stuff over to uh, to uh, have a play and give away and things like that. So um, yeah, and it looks well cool. It as does well. look it does look really weird. I mean, it's called a vortex, and it looks like you're sort of entering a, a vortex when you yeah when you look at it. Um, I'm. I'm really, really into this. I'm really into into the the idea of this. So yeah, I look I look forward to hearing this. Just another company just absolutely cranking out the pedals. And again, keeping with um, keeping in line with the you know the chassis that they've done on the um, with the with the the white atom and and everything else. Um, top mounted jack yes. inputs. Yeah, so I you, like that. You could basically have a whole port a whole board. Sorry, of um, magnetic effects without taking up that much space yeah just route everything through the top of the pedal it says on the website that it's limited edition do you reckon that it'll end up being a standard production thing i wonder how limited it will be yeah i don't know i don't really know um it's not a very standard effect i guess no it's cheap as well i mean 115 quid yeah yeah, consi- mm. considering it's all hand built in London, they're um, they're pretty impressive. Hundred and fifteen quid. I'm I'm really excited to hear this. I think this will be really, really cool. Really cool. Definitely. Now, I wonder whereabouts in London he is. Maybe I can go and uh, maybe I can go and say hello and do something for Guitar Nodes. That'd be cool. House or something. That'd be cool. Let me um, I'll drop him an email. Let's see. Yeah. He might even listen to the podcast. You never know. So he's um he's def- he's done some um. He's done some other limited edition ones that they don't seem to make anymore that look quite cool as well. So be definitely good to because I was going to try and arrange that with Ranger Effects. Actually, I was in touch with uh, David Ranger again, and his studio is based near Denmark Street. And he was like, "Oh, you should come over." So maybe I'll get a chance to go over and uh, check out some of the Ranger stuff That'd be that cool. he's working on. Yeah, definitely, mm. definitely be good to get the inside scoop from uh, some local builders. I think that'd be really cool, really cool yeah. indeed. Um, so one last bit of news uh, from um, Music Messer itself and then we're going to talk about some of the new Gibson stuff announced this week um, this bit of news uh, is from our, our friends at Yamaha who have announced the Trans Acoustic Matt Knight have you got some deets? Uh, I don't actually this is the one this is one of the only ones that I have yet to like properly look at okay well, um, but I'll... I remember you mentioning it at the weekend and I was like hmm this seems very weird well, while you're uh... while you're frantically googling I'll tell you a little bit about it um, so Yamaha have announced this new trans acoustic range where essentially you're getting delay or like reverb and chorus effects out of an acoustic guitar 
not plugged into an amplifier. So the way they've done it, from what I can work out, Matt, you once you've got the info there, you can back me up. Is there some sort of actuator built into the guitar that's using the vibrations of the guitar itself to then, like, essentially then like add delay and add chorus? Have you um have you got some deets there, Matt? Yeah. So yeah. So there's something fitting inside the guitar that vibrates in response to the, uh, the string vibrations. These vibrations then carried by the body of the guitar and the air inside and out, generating reverb and chorus sounds without the need for external effects. There we go. That's exactly um, what I said. Yeah. I was just um I don't know. It doesn't seem to go into it much more than that no that it's very weird though they've been quite vague I, I and if like, you i don't i don't like this this voodoo magic that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't seem right to me <laughs> if you watch the demo video on the um on the site it's pretty weird the fact that he's just playing the acoustic and there's like reverb coming out of the guitar is quite bonkers really it's um yeah, it'd be interesting to see one yeah, of those in the flesh. I, I, look, I look forward to... I, actually, yeah, I'd like to watch the video <laughs> demo and then kind of make my mind up. But yeah, I'd like to hear one and kind of be like... Yeah, that that is odd, but kind of cool, though. Um, talking of reverb and delay, you haven't mentioned the ocean machine. Oh, I was gonna say, that. literally me and Jay are just looking I was, at Which is going to say, if you're listening to the podcast, you may have just heard Joe Branton whispering into Jay's ear <laughs> saying... Sensual. Do, do the he, it, what Joe was doing was whilst I was on the Moor website, Joe whispered, "I didn't you, know if you'd you seen it." At the Moor thing, right? Okay. <laughs> the signature. Thing. Oh, the signature thing. Okay. So this week, Moor sort of out of nowhere um, announced a new pedal, and this is a very, very weird announcement well, actually, for Moore, I think they actually announced three because bizarrely enough they've actually brought out another series of pedals called the Reverie series which okay. is there's a reverb and chorus a bit like the Shimverb Pro yeah and then this one like, as you'll go and say is like completely bonkers so the, the Ocean Machine is like nothing nothing like Moore have ever done before I mean um, it has maybe 20 controls yeah well, so first of all there's the the sort of the chassis itself now I don't I, I don't think I've seen a picture of it in situ so I can't I don't know exactly how big it is it looks quite small because the foot the, the little switches on it look very large I would say it's there. probably a tiny bit smaller than a timeline or you know the bigger yeah yeah, yeah yeah so it's you know it's going to be as a, a, of a substantial size for Moore yeah um, it's also um, a signature pedal which I don't think they've done before. No. Um, so this is a signature pedal that's been um, produced uh, in collaboration with Devin Townsend from Strapping Young Lad, um, which is pretty bananas. Probably um, the most endorsed man in music. No, about Bonamassa. Bonamassa, oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. And Devin then, Townsend has and, like a PV, a Petrucci. A Framus. Yeah. Yeah. Every, oh, yeah. I ran out of two. But yeah, 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 yeah. He's he got two something. things. Now he's <laughs> no, got three things. Yeah. So, But um, but yeah, and so this this looks really, really cool. So it's a delay and reverb pedal that's also got a looper built in. Um, so you can have two delays running concurrently, as far as I can tell. Yeah, and, with a reverb. And a reverb running. So you can have three effects running at once. This, I mean... And you can but the cool thing the, is, you, you can, can still use the, order. the looper. Yeah, yeah. You can, so you can still change use the, the looper as well. Still use the looper. Yeah, wow. yeah. So and it's also got like an LCD screen as well. Well, that's that's yeah. so you can see what what order you've got it in. Oh, yeah. okay, right. So you can switch around those two delays, the reverb and the looper, into any order that you want to create different sounds, which is great. That's so versatile. It's really, really versatile, and um, it's you know I, I think that this is a very, very exciting announcement for Moore because I think this is them taking a real big step away from um, copycat yeah absolutely from from just being another um, you know another Chinese company producing another tube screamer copy or another proco rat copy or you know another you know cheap delay what they've done here is they've gone okay what do people actually want from a pedal they've gone down the Strymon route they've, they've gone what is it that people are using and how can we produce that to a high quality and I mean we've not seen any prices or anything yet but you know that this is going to be relatively cheap definitely going to be sub 200 yeah, quid that's exactly what I was thinking um, as well and actually bizarrely enough I thought because um, I've been since the announcement the other day I've been trying to dig around on the internet to see 
if there's any information about it because it doesn't seem to be much oh, from because it's not on their website like, or anything obviously no well they're all they're, not. they're all at Although music Mesa, enough, i saw you could you could buy you can buy Moor pedals directly from the Moor website um which is weird but bizarrely enough i've just gone onto their twitter page and just been like oh i wonder what they're actually you know if they're particularly active on twitter they've got um yeah they've got some demos of this this new uh reverb but then they're also like oh this also came out of music Mesa, the micro drummer what um what? which is <laughs> this was announced uh so this was announced apparently Moor audio retweeted this in january 13th so this must have been a nam thing but still not quite made it out it's yeah the micro drummer which basically looks like a trio with one foot switch that's just got selectable drum patterns uh, an organ machine what called the moo organ oh yeah I'm, I'm, i've actually i've seen a demo of that it sounds okay it sounds okay um they've got a couple of other wah pedals by the looks of it as well and then an ensemble queen bass chorus there you go, Joe uh, Branson. Right. And, and a mini volume pedal. Is but the yeah, Morgan uh, in a mini box? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, I think the. Um, I, th- I suppose the thing is with. I don't know. I think it's one of these things where we're going to see the ocean machine now, and then it's probably not going to arrive for absolutely ages. I mean, it'll then, take them two weeks to manufacture the eighteen yeah. rotary controls that are on the front of it. Um, I don't know. I I wonder if if I'm sure it will surface at some point. I'm just wondering when. Mainly I, because I want one, but you know. I, I've just remembered I did see this in situ. I saw this up against a, um, you know, the little amps they did, the uh, the little. Oh, I saw this picture. The little yeah. B, little BM or the monster BM. Or yeah, something. yeah. The little monster BM, something yeah. like that. They did a basement. They did an AC, um, and I and it looked the same size, face on as one of those little Moore amps. Yeah. So relatively large. Um, and speaking of amps, they've also done a programmable mini head as well what yeah i saw that on there they, they're so dreadful at getting any information out yeah. I, I saw it the only place that i saw it was when i because i shared this picture from the moore facebook page um into the guitarners group but if you s- click through that album it also takes you to some of the other things that they've announced and one was yeah a, a programmable i think it was a f- maybe a four channel uh, programmable head um, still like five solid, watts solid state right. um, no solid state so it was not five watts it was it was more than that but look really cool look really cool like I think they're, they're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff this year I'm excited really oh, excited I want to mm. see because they're obviously the kings of like they've got one or for a long time they had one pedal chassis and they were doing loads of different pedals I mean how many more pedals do you reckon there are 50 something like that Oh, maybe more. In those little micro... Uh, maybe no, I more. I reckon 50. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon 50. 50 is probably close to, to where we are. So they'll probably take that chassis and put other stuff in it. Like, imagine if they start doing, like, a programmable modulation that's got 18 rotary controls on the front or, like, a some sort of multi-effect with the that kind of mad amount of... Yeah, sorry, for, for a sec, I thought... Because you jump from saying, how many of those mini pedals have they done? They're going to take that chassis and put 18... I thought you meant that chassis. And not- put 18 rotary <laughs> controls on it. I, I, see, that now that I would like to see. That would be amazing. Um, well, yeah. Ranger effects managed to fit something like seven controls on their version. I yeah, think. that's true. That is true. So, yeah, I mean, I, I want to see what they do next with that box, essentially, because they probably won't just manufacture them for that pedal. I'd imagine there's going to be you know a modulation or some sort of like amp modeler or or you know other interesting things um yeah what a bizarre company and oh that'd be good a more take on a kemper profiling app. yes yeah absolutely and that i'm just trying to find the picture of it now um but that was that was the impression that i the impression that i got from it um it was just there was just this one picture of it somewhere and it didn't have any here it is that one the little tank D15. Whoa. Um, digital mini amplifier heads. So they've got on there uh, high quality digital simulation technology with 25 classic amp head simulation and 20 different types of cab. Um, so they've made an amp modeler, basically. Oh. Yeah. Bluetooth aux- uh, Bluetooth auxiliary in, uh, which with wireless audio can- with which wireless audio can be played. So you can use it as a like a stereo. Um, this is brilliant. 
three... Gear of the year. Well, I mean, if we ever see one. Well, yeah, the, the picture yeah. in this poster is actually a 3D render. Yeah, so yeah I mean, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they seem like they're maybe a little way off. Um, and yeah, it looks like you've got three channels... Uh, no, four channels. Look at the four amount channels. of buttons there. I know, are on it's crazy. And uh, yeah, I, I'm into it. I think I'd, it looks cool. I just like that it's called the Little Tank. The Little it, Tank D15. <laughs> going, I'm just going to nip off and have a little tank. Um, anyway, with that, we should uh, probably call it an evening. Um, we're going to go on to uh, the Patreon episode, uh, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds, and talk about the plethora of new Gibson guitars released this week. Um, including one that's made out of solid gold. Is that right, Matt? Uh, yeah, 24 carat solid gold. Good, good. Um, it's going to sound heavy. If you want to um, hear that, head over to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds, where from as little as $5 a month, uh, you can hear an extra half an hour of guitar nerds content every week. And normally I say, from $10 a month, you get to be one of our exclusive Patreon backers. But we limited that to 20 people. And guess what? 20 people are now our exclusive backers, which means that there's no more room for anyone else. Yeah, so up yours. Indeed. Um, so unfortunately, if you've missed it um, for the moment, you, uh, you've missed out. But do uh, still sign up because, you know, you can get an extra half an hour every week. We'll see uh, Birds of a Feather music. Uh, mm, I don't know. We could do Men Behaving Badly instead. Da, 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 no. These people have uh, are our exclusive Patreon backers. Thanks very much. Mark Rice, Rob Pierce, JD Short, David Carroll, Andy McKenzie, Eric Seary, Paul Corrigan, Jack Godfrey, Jack Conroy, Will Clare, Chris Wilson, Scott O'Brien, Matt Quine, Fletch Fletcher, Phil. Tom said, Laurie Anstis, Moog Gravit, Colin Anderson, and Pauline Quirk. <laughs> if only. Thanks for uh, Pauline Quirk for backing uh, Guitar Nerds. Without her, none of this could be possible. The PQA. Look it up. Pauline Quirk Academy. If you've got kids who are trying to get into music, honestly, I really feel like the Pauline Quirk Academy might be a really cool resource for you. So if you've got kids who are into, uh, want to get into show business, um, Look it up. I'm, I I realise it. I'm sound like I'm joking, but this it looks like it looks really cool. What you could do, which would be a better use of your time, is head over to iTunes and search for the Guitar Nerds podcast and give us a five star review. That would be yeah. I feel like this week's been good. A couple of Pauline Quirk references. We had a little sing song of the Bare Naked Ladies. This has got to be worth a five star review. And every five star review give us gives you give us makes us more visible in iTunes and means that more people can get their weekly Pauline Quirk update. And the more likely Pauline Quirk is to come on this podcast. If someone can get <laughs> if someone can get a picture of Pauline Quirk just with a paper sign that says, I love guitar nerds um, <laughs> We'll send you any pedal of your choice. That's not true. That is not hundred percent true. We might send you some sort of no um, you'll just get our eternal gratitude yeah. um, and that is worth more than any pedal that we could possibly send you if you want to hear more of this patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds join the facebook group facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum head over to twitter at guitar nerds head over to instagram at guitar nerds youtube uh, guitar nerds videos periscope at guitar nerds we're doing a load of live video on the facebook group now as well I think that's where we're going to do a lot of our live video stuff because it's good fun and people can comment and stuff um, and if you want to follow us individually, at Mark underscore Random on Twitter, at Matt underscore Nightsy, at J-A-Y-B-M-1, and at Joseph underscore 900. What's the Pauline Quirk She doesn't have it. Oh, the, uh, I was just looking to see if Pauline Quirk had Twitter, but she doesn't. Oh, but uh, her academy's got an email, uh, a uh, website. Uh, it... It's just PQ Academy. Oh, right. Okay, so at PQ, PQ Academy. No, no, no. The website P is pqacademy.co.uk, I think. But you can tweet the Academy as well. Uh, no, only two of the Academies have got Twitter. Cardiff and Canterbury. PQA oh. Cardiff, PQA Canterbury. Check them out. 
Yes, do that. And, uh, you know, if you're on Twitter and you want to tweet the PQA, the PQ Academy, just tell them, check out the Guitar Nerds podcast where they bigged you up big time. <laughs> the official Twitter page for the Pauline Quirk Academy of the Performing Arts, the PQA official, only has four people following it. So... Four 18-year-olds. So... <laughs> <laughs> very good. What I think we should all do is, if you follow Guitar Nerds, go onto Twitter and follow the Pauline... What is it? PQA official? P... QA official. Okay, go and follow it, and then they'll be stunned one, by one the tweet. extra followers that one they've got. One tweet. It'll be good. PQA good. wishes all our students a very Merry Christmas, sent on the 23rd of December, 2010. Good, <laughs> good stuff. Um, thanks for joining us this week. A uh, bit of a weird episode, but I think one of our best. I've enjoyed uh, this good. a lot. It was really good. Join us on the Patreon, where we'll talk about loads of new Gibsons. Cheers. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Boring quirk. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.